Welcome to Grace in 30 on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. This is Sal Dietry, and I'm the co-host of Grace in 30 along with Ed Mellick. I'm pleased tonight to be joined by Dr. Patricia Rodriguez and Dr. Nilama Dendolori from the Arlington Office of Virginia Cancer Specialists. This group of doctors received the 2016 Governor's Volunteerism and Community Service Award for their work at the Arlington Free Clinic. The practice received the honor and recognition of the care it provided to 160 low-income or uninsured patients who most likely would not have received this treatment without the compassion of these doctors. Doctors, welcome to Grace in 30. Um, look, I, before we jump in uh, to your work with the free clinic, I, I'd like to ask both of you to take a minute and tell us what inspired you to get into the medical field and, and particularly the, the challenging field of oncology. Um, I, I don't think it's something that I really thought about. I mean, I didn't really know enough about medicine. Um, there's no doctors in my family, in my immediate family or anything else. I started as an engineering uh, major in college and realizing that I wanted to do something that had more interaction with people. And because of that, I went into medicine. And w it w during medical school, I started finding hematology and oncology very exciting because of everything that we can do with new, uh, new fields and new new innovations in the field and and also because it was a field in which you have very close interaction with patients um, so that was me great yeah uh, dr. Dendalori what what brought you into medicine and, and particularly you know this area of oncology so growing up I used to spend every summer in India for four months and I lived there till I was six in a village without running water and electricity at night because they needed the water to feed the uh, uh, fields, so to speak. So and uh, I lived with my grandparents, and my grandfather was a physician. That's great. And so watching him do that day in, day out was very inspiring, and seeing all these people that needed the care, the villagers that he took care of very nicely, and then watching my own dad. So it was always in my blood. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, I think I always knew I'd probably go into medicine. And with oncology, like Patricia said, you develop a really intimate relationship with your patients, and uh, the science is very exciting. So the combination of both of those things probably inspired me to go into oncology. Yeah, and I want to talk a little bit later about the relationships that are developed and, and how that affects you as doctors, and, and maybe even share a little bit of that. Um, you know, where did this idea come to serve uh, low-income and uninsured patients? Wh where did that come in the practice? And, and for yourselves individually, what, what got you into that? You know, when I think of oncology doctors, I think you're just in, you know, incredibly busy people. You've got families like we all do, but I always think of doctors as just being incredibly busy, uh, keeping up with the technology and everything. What, what uh, sort of inspired you to volunteer at the free clinic? Uh, Dr. Rodriguez? Well, I, this started before my time. When I started um, in this practice, um, the physicians who were here before me were volunteers at the free clinic. The free clinic was actually started by uh, physicians in Virginia Hospital Center, or then Arlington Hospital. It was created by a group of physicians at Arlington Hospitals, including Tom Butler, who's one of our partners. Um, so it, it, it's, it was a tradition to take care of those patients. I mean, it was the responsibility, it was the way they saw things. And that's the way, you know, I've been taught, I've been, you know, 
see how t what taking care of these patients is is really our responsibility. They live in our community. There is nowhere else they can go for help. Um, so it's part of what we do. Um, so we have continued that. And Dr. Dindalori, uh, what about you? What brought you down to the free clinic? So watching everything I used to see in India and then in Louisiana where I grew up, the inequities in the system, it's always been part of uh, what I've seen. And then when I moved here June 20th, 1999, my first day of clinicals was here in Arlington Hospital, then Arlington Hospital. And I met Tom, Patricia, John, uh, Robert, Christie, that whole group, and uh, volunteerism, was, volunteerism was in their blood. And Georgetown had this amazing relationship where I was training with the Arlington Free Clinic. So since then, it's, uh, the clinic has always been a part of what we've done to serve the uh, great community. Yeah, and, and you've both used the word community uh, a few times, and, and that's just something here in Arlington that is so prevalent that you you won't find in other parts of Northern Virginia. You know, we're a small county, we're the smallest county in the United States, but yet people can develop these close relationships and and form these communities where uh, you know we feel a need to participate. And I don't, I don't, I'm sure that happens a little bit in Fairfax County and Loudoun, where they're much bigger. But I think here in Arlington, that's one of the special things about Virginia Hospital Center, and in particular the doctors, is that they they are huge factors uh, in Arlington leadership and and in our community in general. Well, well, both of us live in Arlington. Our kids have gone to Arlington schools. They got on Arlington Sports. They done so. It's it is our community. It's kind of a small town. I mean, Arlington in some ways. It is. It's it's a great small town to live in for sure. You know, for some of our listeners who uh, may not be uh, familiar with the free clinic, I just let me give you the the importance of this and the magnitude of what goes on down there. You know, there are eleven thousand low income uninsured adults in Arlington County, and these folks don't qualify for the Affordable Care Act. You know, if you think about that, that's 5% of the population in one of America's most affluent communities. Uh, the free clinic is a medical home to about 1,600 of these folks in need. And patients at the free clinic have an income 200% below the federal poverty level, which is less than $50,000 for a family of four. Imagine living on that in Arlington County. You certainly wouldn't have any extra money for health care. Uh, you know, and people think, well, this is a clinic. They're sort of bandaging people up. Look, they offer uh, very advanced services, uh, oncology, surgery, other services, uh, you know, through this community relationship with, with uh, doctors like the folks here at Virginia Cancer Specialists. Uh, you know, you talk about building a relationship with someone who comes into the free clinic. You know, some of these patients, you know, may require, maybe, let's say, maybe 30 visits during their entire oncology experience with you folks, you know, and that all comes through the relationship, you know, and that caring trust that comes from, from the free clinic back to the community. And, you know, we don't even want to talk about what the cost of this would be to people who are uninsured, but, you know, easily north of 50, maybe $100,000. So this is an incredible community relationship in the Arlington Free Clinic. It's been uh, so well supported and really driven by our doctors who live and work here in Arlington uh, for many, many years. Um, look, in the many years you've been doing this, can you tell us a little bit about how the program actually functions uh, with relationship to Virginia cancer specialists? How, how do you get involved with uh, oncology patients who come in through the free clinic? So Arlington Free Clinic 
often identifies uh, these patients for us and sends them for us to see. But a lot of times it starts in a different way where Virginia Hospital Center has been incredibly generous as well with uh, helping the Arlingtonian community. Uh, and so if there's someone that was admitted that gets diagnosed with cancer, then they call us and when we start seeing them, if they're not a member of the clinic and they don't have other means of helping with their health care, then uh, Arlington Free Clinic steps in and helps them kind of navigate services across the county uh, w w in all of the different specialties. But uh, Patricia, uh, if you want to say a little bit more. Yeah, you know, the clinic, what it allows us to do is to take better care of these patients because yeah. We can provide certain services, but there are things that they need. They need radiology tests, they need surgeries, they need biopsies, they need medications, et cetera. And so the Arlington Free Clinic coordinates all these additional services. So we see them, we determine what they need, and they help us make it happen. And they either would refer them to us. Uh, for example, they have a program to do mammograms on, on women um, they have a grant to do that, and so if they do mammograms it's abnormal, they will refer them to surgeons, they will refer them to us. Or we sometimes refer them to them. For example, I just saw this young, young woman who, it's a sad story, she is uh, from uh, Africa, um, uh, northern Africa, and she was uh, very affluent there, and she had to leave the country because um, uh, political issues, she's a refugee, and she was brought in, and she's in Arlington now. And she thought she had insurance, but the insurance does not cover her. And she came to see me, and I said, well, how are we going to pay for services? And we called the free clinic, and they took her right in. And she is so appreciative. She thinks Arlington County is the best place ever. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And I think, you know, you're, you're hitting on something important, Dr. Rodriguez, is whether it's uh, Arlington Food Assistance or places like the Free Clinic, you know, we have a stereotype of people who go there that I think is wrong. Uh, oftentimes, these people are highly educated. They, they may be refugees. Uh, they may have been accountants, lawyers in their own countries, and they're coming here for a better opportunity. And they're actually taking a huge risk because, you know, they're leaving something that's stable and known, albeit perhaps bad, to come to an area where the, there's incredible uncertainty at every level. And uh, it's, you know, it's just great that they can find care in a place like the free clinic because that's the most basic need. Or it could be local, uh, someone that grew up here that's right. that for whatever unfortunate reason doesn't have the means. And Arlington Free Clinic just does a fabulous job of navigating. And I think what they do very well is partner with whether, like Patricia said, whether it's physicians, the organizations like Virginia Hospital Center, pharmaceutical companies, uh, various other organizations locally and nationally to help take care of all of these people. Yeah, and you bring up a great point, uh, Dr. Dendalori, that the largest uh, population there uh, at the free clinic are Spanish speakers, but I was surprised to learn that the second largest population are English speakers. And so you bring up a very good point, again, getting back to this you know, there are 11,000 low-income families living right here in Arlington County, and that's 5% of our entire population. So this is a huge need, and, and it affects everyone up and down the, uh, the chain. Um, I, I want to read uh, an excerpt uh, from a press release that was put out around the time, I think it was by the Free Clinic, uh, around the time you received the governor's award, maybe to shape this up a little bit. 
Uh, Maria, a middle-aged El Salvadorian woman, was upset. She had been referred to the Arlington Free Clinic after being seen in an emergency room for internal bleeding. Maria had a biopsy and was positive for cancer. Maria was discouraged and overwhelmed financially, medically, the family impact of this, and the free clinic uh, referred her to you, Dr. Dendalori, and, and I believe you began treating her at that point. Um, there are probably uh, a host of stories like this that the two of you uh, could share without naming names and, and, uh, and that. I, I, we're going to pause for uh, a short station identification break, but when we come back, I'd like each of you to take a few minutes and uh, you know, tell us about uh, a few, one or two stories uh, through your experience at the free clinic that have touched your lives in, in this kind of service. All right, we'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Grace in 30 on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. We're talking with doctors Patricia Rodriguez and Nilama Dendalori from Virginia Cancer Specialists, recipients of the 2016 Governor's Volunteerism and Community Service Award for Small Business. Uh, so, Dr. Rodriguez, let's start with you. Uh, 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 some things that you've seen at the clinic, again, without naming names, that, that have just um, you know impacted your life over the past few years. There was this one gentleman who I don't want to say a lot about him because um, uh, he, uh, he actually grew up in Arlington, uh, went to Arlington County Schools, graduated from Yorktown High School. And unfortunately, because of personal reasons, he really couldn't afford insurance. He was a musician, he is. And uh, he was diagnosed with uh, an advanced cancer. And he had a very um, difficult time trying to get help. He was um, then hooked up with a free clinic and he is now cured from his cancer. But he was really warm, you know, very uh, engaging uh, gentleman who just because of what he did for a living, it was not a very, you know, highly paid um, uh, business, um, but also because of personal issues. And, and really, um, it was wonderful that they could offer. And he actually brought a lot back to the clinic. He used to play for them in, in some other events. And so there is, and the, a lot of the patients do give back. And I've met several of the patients who not only they get treated by the clinic, but once they get better, once they're able, they do give back to the clinic and are very active. And some, some of them actually become volunteers for the clinic, which is a wonderful thing. That is a great story to hear. Yeah, that's right. People, people value that. And they even as patients, when they're healthy or even sick, they want to come back and help out. That's great. And Dr. Dendalori, what, what are some stories that you might share? There are many, but one that just comes to mind right now is this lovely 36-year-old uh, woman with two kids who was going through a terrible divorce. And when she was diagnosed with uh, breast cancer, it was on both sides. And it was a rare type of breast cancer that required uh, multiple types of therapy, including surgery, radiation, chemotherapy, and other treatments for a year, uh, genetic testing, and many other services that she needed. And she you know, came with desperation. And uh, you know, it's been six years now and her children are in 10th grade and 6th grade. And uh, she, throughout all of this, she continued to work at the fast food restaurant whenever she can. And now she's the manager 
wow. uh, as a local manager, and her kids are doing well, and you know, she donates uh, you know, the small amounts that she can, and really just you know amazing situation. That's great. Yeah, I know. And I, very I, uplifting. Yeah, and, and go ahead, Dr. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I think that's, again, one of the misconceptions. People think that because they go into clinic, they're not working, and that's not really true. A lot of these uh, individuals do work. They do have jobs. It's just not enough to pay for health care. I mean, it's enough to pay for the rent and hopefully some food and take care of their kids. So um, so they, um, a lot of them, many, m the majority of them do have jobs, have regular jobs. Um, that uh, uh, that really um, um, they have sometimes for years and years that don't offer any health insurance. Right, and sometimes they're they're single families or they need that income. It's the anchor of of the whole family. You know, they're maybe they're not in a low income affordable housing type environment, and they have to keep working even you know like all of us through these treatments. Um, I want to ask you: Are patients there? You know, when they come to see you, are if, if the medical situation requires it. Are they eligible for clinical trials? Do you ever, uh, through sort of NIH or some of those activities, are, are people through the free clinic eligible for that? Or how does that work? So there are some trials that they're eligible for, but that's something as a broader oncology community we're working on is to improve access because a lot of the rules around clinical trials, especially after the Nuremberg trials and things where uh, disadvantaged populations were taken advantage of and we were trying experimental therapy because they had no choice. We don't want it to become like that so it's very selective that they are eligible for clinical trials but there are sometimes but it's not a universal process and we have to be very careful because we don't want someone to ever feel like they're coerced into experimental therapy. Right, right. Uh, so it's something that as an oncology community, nationally, internationally, we're working on shoring up uh, kind of the boundaries towards that. But in terms of standard therapy, they get exactly. the same as everybody else. We okay. do not make decisions. Their decisions are never made because of their ability to pay. And we can get almost, I mean, I never say never, but uh, always, but as is, it's w every therapy that we can, the drug companies do provide free drug. The hospital, Virginia Hospital Center, has been incredibly generous throughout the year in, in allowing us to treat those patients because um, their medications are very expensive. Also, they do all the x-rays, all the biopsies, everything else at uh, Virginia Hospital Center. So. Yeah, can you tell me uh, how has has volunteering? You've kind of talked about this already, but how has volunteering at the free clinic impacted your lives in some way? I mean, obviously, just the awareness that you know we all have needs, but you know, I think that was probably there for both of you beforehand. I mean, it, what, what impact has this had you maybe on your own families or you know things your children have have seen or heard about from the free clinic that that, that you feel are, are are good and have have sort of inspired them? Well. It, I mean, it's a great place. It's a really wonderful, friendly. I always say, um, you know, you always leave there feeling better about yourself than you felt before. I always, you know, I have this, my view of volunteering is actually do you do for yourself, you don't do for others because it makes you feel good. So, um, and the free clinic is very good at it. <laughs> I always said, you know, when, you, when they ask you to do something, they start by, you do such a great job, <laughs> and <laughs> I think good. that's wonderful. That's a wonderful way of doing it, and uh, so I think it makes me feel good. I also, you know, both my kids have volunteered at different times. My son um, was a receptionist for two years. He used to, you know, he's in high school. 
he volunteered uh, twice, twice, a, twice a month, I think, as a receptionist, and would come home and says, ah, I was so helpful today. <laughs> and it made him feel so good. He felt like, and that's what they did. And, and they, were, they were excellent at doing that. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I really think that volunteering is something you do for yourself and you don't do for others. That's the way I look at it. What I love about the clinic is that it makes me remember how good people are. Yeah. Intrinsically. And uh, because, again, you know, it's not about our practice. It's just that, you know, the Arlington Free Clinic reminds you it does truly take a village. Yep. And everyone pitches in. And uh, it reminds you just how good, you know, innately uh, the world is and people are. And it's just, I think it's just refreshing. And Dr. Dendalori, I, yeah, I hit, you hit on that point beautifully. I, it's something we need more in this country now than ever before is what you just said, this idea that we all are in it together uh, and that all of us from different walks of life need to look out for each other. Uh, and I think we, we don't see that right now in the tone across the board in the United States. So, yeah, I appreciate that comment. It's also, you know, you have to understand the Ellington Free Clinic is run beautifully. It's always been a, such a well-run organization. Um, it's very impressive. Uh, it makes it makes our lives a lot easier to to help when they really allow us to do that um, in a way that's uh, and very as fundraisers global. for the clinic, it, it's very easy for me to ask for m uh, people to contribute to the clinic because I know how responsible the clinic is about spending uh, the money that people work really hard to donate. Uh, you know, Nancy Pallison, the former executive director of the clinic, Patricia used to tell me that she used to run the clinic so efficiently uh, that uh, the every dollar was accounted for. And I think that's very rare it, the, to see that amount of organization in a free clinic. That's great. Uh, you know, tell us about the uh, the award from the governor. Uh, I, I, uh, Dr. Rodriguez, were you present for that? I mean, what, yeah. what did that mean? I'm sure you weren't expecting it. I mean, uh, Oh, no. You know, first of all, it was such an honor to be nominated by the clinic. I felt, you know, I think that that was the, the, the thing that made me f feel the best about it. The fact that they thought um, that we were worthy of that award. So, and it was not easy for them to nominate us. They, it did involve quite a bit for them to send the information. Um, but then to get it was quite a shock. <laughs> and. Uh, and uh, it really makes you, you know, feel wonderful that somebody can appreciate uh, what you do. So yeah, congratulations yeah. for sure. Look, I we always ask our uh, guests to give calls to action to our listeners, and I, I wanted to ask you uh, both for, you know, a, a call to action. Um, maybe first for people who are considering the the medical profession and and volunteering. I actually had uh, um, one of my old CEOs I worked for had said that his daughter was interested in medicine and she was looking for opportunities to volunteer at the free clinic. I mean, how, how uh, important is that? What, what would be a call to action for people who are looking to enter the medical profession in terms of getting involved in volunteerism at places like a clinic? What, what impact does that make on young doctors, do you think? I think, it, you know, as a 23-year-old that started there, 24-year-old there, it made a huge impact to see that we're, you know, we, we can ground up, help solve the inequities in the system. And so I think it's phenomenal, a phenomenal way to start being introduced into helping. And I think it also calls, it reali you realize idealism. It, right. it, it, there's still a place for it in this world. 
That's great. Uh, what about a call to current doctors who, you know, maybe listening to the show but aren't volunteering at the free clinic or aren't maybe helping at their local clinic or something? Uh, you know, how do people manage this and, and get in time? And any thoughts for uh, for your fellow professionals? Well, I think, I, as I said before, I think it is our responsibility to give back to a community. Um, so I think it is part of what we should be doing uh, as physicians. It often doesn't, it's, it's not something that requires hours of your time. Uh, the way we do it, we bring our, those patients here, so we see them in between our patients. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to go there and spend the day. So if, even if it is that you can take one or two of their patients, that makes a huge difference. For example, you know, sometimes they have trouble getting colonoscopies. If you can provide one colonoscopy a month to the clinic, that makes a huge difference for them. And one patient more that they, they can take care of, it, 12 more patients a year. So um, yes, I would, and, and again, it, it is a wonderful place to work uh, for and to work with, and they do provide you all the support that you need to take care of those patients. And, and you've kind of both touched on this, but maybe to wrap up, um, what about a call to action for our listeners in, in the way that they uh, consider people who go to free clinics? Uh, you know, what do we want our guests to consider about these folks? You kind of touched on some of them are highly educated, some of them are local Arlingtonians, but a- any thoughts for um, for the guests just in general about uh, people who go to free clinics or just, um, you know, those who are low-income in general? Any, any parting thoughts on that? Well, there are people like you and I. And That's they, right. And they, uh, they just happen to be unfortunate in, their, in the way that, you know, in, in their access to health care. So um, most of them, most of the individuals in the free clinic are, Family, you know, have families, have uh, have jobs, um, have be, do try to um, take care of themselves and their families, and this is something that um, they sh- unfortunately cannot pay for at this time. And often they come in and out of the free clinic. They do get insurance. They do, you know, uh, and things do change. Um, but um, we do need to provide care for them. Look, I want to thank you both so much for joining us, uh, Dr. Dendelori and Dr. Rodriguez. We really appreciate your time and the service uh, you're providing to this community. For listeners who want to find out more information about Virginia Cancer Specialists, please visit them on their website at virginiacancerspecialist.com. You can find more information about the Arlington Free Clinic at arlingtonfreeclinic.org. We'll also be posting information on our Facebook and Twitter pages at Grace in 30 and our Grace in 30 website. If you know someone locally or nationally who'd be a great guest, uh, please have them contact us at gracein30 at gmail.com. You're welcome to send us feedback there as well. A recording of this show will be found on WERA's website 24 hours after the show is aired, as well as on our Grace in 30 website. This is Sal Dietrich signing off for Grace in 30 on WERALP Arlington 96.7 FM. Have a great night and be sure to tune in to Grace.